Welcome back to the SBS Sports Talk Show presented by the Sports Business Society at UVA. I'm Michael Rockless along with Mike Popper. We are finally back. It's been a long-awaited summer, even a longer wait to get Mike back. He's back from Europe after last semester. Mike, let's reintroduce yourself to the to the listeners. So all of you loyal listeners out there will know who I am, but for all you new listeners, uh, I'm Mike Popper. Uh, I am one of Mike Rockless's better friends at this university, I'd say. Uh, fourth year in the comm school. Um, I'm a very cultured man after coming back from Europe, but I'm ready to get back to American sports, not having to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch the football games. Uh, so, so let's get down to it, Mike. Yeah, we're going to hop right into football season. That's why we're doing this podcast now. We're going to release it, uh, what will be for the listeners today, the first day of the season, with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles kicking off against the Atlanta Falcons. The game will be in Philadelphia, but we did this last year, and we're going to jump right into it this year. We each have five one-sentence NFL predictions for this season. We're going to alternate. We have not seen each other's. Mike, let's go with your first one. So um, all of you guys might, might, might remember the Aaron Donald prediction I made, uh, I made last year. Uh, so Aaron Donald unfortunately signed a contract, so I can't make that prediction. Khalil Mack got traded and signed a contract. So I'm down to my third best holdouter here. Le'Veon Bell does not play an NFL game until week eight. So going right back to the well there, that was a horrible take you had with Aaron Donald last year. But you know what, this year you seem to come in with a little bit more confidence. I think there's a lot more information out there that uh, makes you seem a lot better off here. And uh, I, I think you, I think this, as the development's gone on the last couple of days, I think you might, you might be right with this. I think he is legitimately, legitimately pondering st- staying out at least half the season because I think. I, I, I was reading kind of an article about it. you got to think about kind of the math he's doing in his head, right? If he sits out nine weeks, he loses out on roughly $9 million. Now, those nine weeks he sits out, is the risk of him not getting injured going to get him nine more extra million dollars in the contract that, that he will eventually sign for whatever team's going to pay him? Now, I believe that that's probably a good, a good way to look at it. I don't know if it's true, but that's kind of the mindset Le'Veon Bell is in my expert opinion, in right now. Yeah, and the other interesting thing there is is not only is it nine weeks or eight weeks where he's not going to get injured, but that's also eight, nine weeks of less touches that he has. Exactly, you know, as a running exactly. back who, you know, maybe besides Ezekiel Elliott probably leads the league in touches. He, uh, he could uh, reach 400 touches in a season. Right, right? with the amount of catches right. he has and just very involved in involved in that, involved in that, involved in that odd thing to look at there. Um, but a very, you know, interesting situation. And from the Steelers' perspective, I mean, you're obviously not going to be willing to pay him, you know, the the, t- the kind of contract that Todd Gurley got from the Rams is like $15-plus million a year. So it's a very interesting situation. And I think, I, I don't know if you'll see this from other running backs as we go on, where what's interesting is the best years these guys have is when they're on their rookie contract. And you've seen guys like Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Leonard Fournette go really high in the draft, Saquon Barkley this year, and they contribute right away. But when you go at the top of the draft, you're making, you know, top end running right. back dollars. Right. Like Saquon Barkley's making, you know, five to seven million over the next several years, which is great for a running back. But then you come to the interesting part where Le'Veon Bell, not a top draft pick. This is how he's getting paid. And he's getting paid a lot for this season, but this is his contract. This I mean, is the one contract he's going right. to hit and set himself and up for the, the rest of his life. it's the guaranteed money that's really that's really driving this he's been uh, he's been paid the same amount of guaranteed money as a regular rookie and he's been the best running back in the league for the past three or four years so i i, I think it's an interesting point to, point to bring up but mike what's what's your first big take yeah so my first big take is that andrew luck will re-cement himself as a top five quarterback in the nfl now here's what i'll say about that i use top five uh 
let me premise this by saying at no point in Andrew Luck's career, at least past his rookie season, has he played when healthy and really not been considered a top five quarterback. I mean, before the injury that had him out uh, all of last season and part of the year before, he was definitely in that elite tier with, you know, Brady, Rodgers, Drew Brees. And I think after this year, he's going to come back healthy. Frank Reich is going to be his new head coach. I think that's a good move for them. We saw what Frank Reich did as the offensive coordinator with Carson Wentz over the last couple of years. And I think Andrew Luck is going to be right in that mix as an elite quarterback once again. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good, reasonable prediction to have. I think one thing that he, he's always been plagued by by kind of the interception bug. Um, and you got to hope that maybe these two years off, maybe it's almost been two years, right? Uh, a year and a half. half year has, and change, yeah. Of maybe, you know, kind of developed him, matured him and kind of his read progressions and ability to kind of decision making. But I have an inside source who has had a shoulder injury and has said that they are nagging and, and they could, and this injury... Um, you know, he takes a lot of hits with that crappy uh, Indianapolis Colts line. Quentin Nelson, so, though, uh, number six overall pick out of Notre Dame, is a, hey, that's an all pro guard that's that an they're all pro inserting. Guard. Yeah, but then who, who are they starting on their other four? Can you even name one? No, but that's because I'm not a Colts fan. I'm sure if uh, I was a Colts guy, I would have a nice thing to say sure about at least a, one other. I'm sure if person. I was a Colts guy, I'd probably hate the O line. So, <laughs> and I, so I, I just got to, I agree with you. If he plays, he'll re cement himself. If he plays, is the big is the big uh, kind of qualifier there? Yeah, and I think he will play. Like this is an injury. Um, one guy who's a great follow on Twitter, Doctor David Chow. He, you know, he's like a former doctor for the Chargers, and now he just watches these games at home and can basically diagnose injuries just by watching them on TV. He's really good mm-hmm. at it. Um, and he said, you know, Andrew Luck. When you compare him to like a Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson who had knee injuries, he doesn't think Andrew Luck will be inhibited at all by the shoulder. Um, I guess the bigger issue is the Colts roster around him because that really is a I mean, without Andrew Luck, that's probably the worst team in the NFL this season. Yeah. So if, if they, you know, really, you know, put him out there and, and he's just taking a beating, which he always has, then that could be bad news, but I'm not really worried about that. But before we move on, so I say he's going to be a top five quarterback going into next season. Who do you think will be the top five quarterbacks going into next season? Going into next season. Yeah. And, and you can give them to me in order. I'd, I'd prefer. Rodgers. Okay. Wentz. Ooh, wow. That's pretty high for, for Carson. Uh... Actually, no. I'll go Rodgers, Brady, Wentz. Uh, hmm. So we're looking at Drew Brees, Drew, Andrew Luck, Russell I, I would Wilson. Say Drew Brees kind of takes the fall. Um, I would go Russell Wilson four, uh, Andrew Luck five. Yeah, I really like that. I'd go Rodgers, Brady slash Wentz right up there. Those top three, I think. I think those are probably the top three right now. Maybe some people would like Drew Brees over Carson Wentz. Um, but Rodgers, Brady, Wentz, and then I would go with Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck. Probably Andrew Luck ahead of Russell Wilson. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's right back in there, which yeah. I think will be a great season for him. It'll be great to have him back in the NFL. Happy, well. he's, he's a good guy, a guy you want to see succeed, so I'm happy he's back. Yeah, me too. The NFL is better off with him, for sure. Exactly. All right, number um, two, Mike. Number two. This might be a – people might not like me for this, but I think Deshaun Watson disappoints in his year two. So Sophomore slump. So that's interesting. Last year I had the take when we did this that he was going to be – do you remember what it was? It was going to be a good, a good I, quarterback. I said that he was going to be this last – he was going to be last, last season's – Dak Prescott of the previous season. So, like, really great rookie yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And when he played, he was actually significantly he was really better, he was better than, than Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott sucks. And now you have the take where he's going to be, again, Dak he's Prescott. He's Dak Prescott. Again, in year two. Um, I think that's very reasonable, I think, actually. I, I think he's more likely to do a Dak Prescott, A, because he had a serious knee injury. B, because he did – if you went back and watched his tapes, he hit a lot of long balls. Yeah. Uh, really – 
shouldn't have happened. Interceptable throws, Interceptable too. throws. I bet you if you had an adjusted interception rate, he probably was one of the higher. If he had played a whole for, season. For the games for he the played. Whole, right, the rate, right. yeah. I, I think he's very talented, though. Again, though, I, I mentioned the uh, this doctor, uh, Dr. David Chow. He said Watson, you know, isn't going to be 100% when he comes back. Obviously, he's been practicing, been playing in the preseason. But, you know, they got weapons there. But, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if he definitely comes down to earth. I don't think we're going to see, yeah. you know, the, the four touchdown games where he's using his legs and he's bombing the ball all over the field. I don't think we're going to see that from him. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know what you're expecting from them. I expect the Texans, if I had to choose a team, we're going to get to this later. I, I like the Texans in that division. Um, it doesn't look like you, you don't like them. So uh, you think he's going to regress even more. Okay. I would say that he regresses enough that the Texans will miss the playoffs. Okay, so there you go. So you're really out on him. I I think that he's so talented. And this is the thing. is like, where, where were all these people saying how talented this guy was before he had that little stretch last season, before yeah. he got hurt? Uh, there weren't that many. I mean, no. he fell to number ten in the draft. Uh, you know, behind Browns Trubisky, out, uh, or maybe even number twelve. Yeah, number twelve. So it was Mahomes and Trubisky were ahead. Um, I I think I would slightly disagree with you. I don't think I think the premise of what you're getting at. You're going a little bit further than me, but he's not going to be the guy he was for that four game stretch or however many games he played. Um, I think he's a little bit worse than that. But I still think he's going to be a guy where you look out and you say you you know the Texans or any team would be happy to have him on their team. I, 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 I understand that. What's your number two? All right, my number two. This is team-specific. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys will get last place in the NFC East, which means your New York football giants are going to find their way out of the basement. Hey, hey, that's that's a win in my books. But I I actually probably agree with you. Okay. Um, I, my, one of my hot takes has to do with Dallas Cowboys coming up. I'll probably give it next now. But I just don't – their team relied on that O-line. It's – not the it's same. It's wearing line. down. Yeah, it's wearing down. You know, Travis Frederick. Who knows? Unfortunately, who knows when he's going to get back? And they got Jason Garrett as their head coach, and they have no wide receivers, and they have Dak Prescott. And no, no tight end either. And what's their defense? Yeah, uh, they they have uh, like middle Taco, of defense. Taco Charlton, David Irving, who I think suspended again. Um, but uh, they have a decent they, secondary. They have, uh, Sean Lee's back. Uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 Gre- Randy Gregory. Randy back. Gre- is it Randy Gregory? Randy. Yeah, finally after two years <laughs> uh, of. Uh, if he gets reinstated from, <laughs> from his last yeah. suspension, um, but yeah, I. I I don't really have any argument there. I just yeah. don't think they're a very talented roster right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I think their defense actually isn't going to be that bad. Sean Lee, for however many games he plays, really elevates them. But again, it comes down to yeah, it comes down to you know Frederick obviously is out. They they moved on from a couple of the starters, uh, Ronald Leary and, and I think Doug Free were the other yep. guys who moved on from. So so now you got Tyron Smith still, and you have Zach Martin and Frederick. The center who's in there, um, you know, he's a top 10 overall offensive lineman, obviously top three center. Yeah. And to lose him for an indefinite period is really going to sting And they got to count on Lyle Collins now, who hasn't really been able to show right. that much in the, in the NFL. Yeah, and, and they got Connor Williams will probably slide into left guard, which should be pretty good. Um, you know, he was their uh, second-round pick, second out, pick of, right. out of Texas. Um but yeah, I, but I also wanted to use this prediction to kind of talk about. It. I think that the Redskins and Giants, in particular, I think most people would have the Eagles ahead of the Cowboys, regardless. But I think the Redskins and Giants, in particular, um, should be pretty solid teams, and I think they'll they'll pace they'll outpace the Cowboys. Yeah, pretty I, easily. I, I think the 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 NFC East will be a, a tough division. I don't think it's going to be a, a, the division that puts two or three teams like like it did you know a couple of years ago or even back in the in the mid two thousands. It's not going to be that level of competitive. Um, I think the Redskins will shock some people. I think they have a solid defense. Alex Smith is going to be the game manager that they need. Better than Kirk Cousins, I think. Better than Kirk Cousins, I think. Um, But 
all in all, you know, it's hard to bet against the reigning Super Bowl um, <clears throat> champions. Yeah, um, no, but that's not even the point. I, I think it's more like you look at the Giants, three and thirteen, but they get a lot of guys back, right? You get, you know, uh, uh, improved it's coaching not a great staff. Thing out of a three and thirteen team. But I'm saying they get Odell Beckham back. They right. bring in Saquon right. Barkley. They bring in whether he's overpaid or not. Um, Nate Solder. Nate Solder at left tackle. Um, you know. It, they should be a, a decent team. I mean, yeah. they're you know Six, only seven, one, one season removed from 11, 11 and five when they went to, to the wild card. Um, you know, only two seasons ago. So, so I think Dallas. Um, I think they're pretty far behind. Actually, I think quarterback they might be on par of Dak and Eli Manning. But otherwise, the Giants are a way better team. I think. Yeah, and I, again, you reference Jason Garrett. I think I'm not a huge Pat Shermer guy. He's you know coached uh, a lot of different places. Browns uh, coordinator for the Eagles recently with the Vikings, where he did a great job. But I still think the Giants have them pretty cleanly uh, beaten out right now. Now Saquon Barkley too is is he even worse than Ezekiel Elliott? I don't know. Who knows? But I guess I guess I'll, on that point, uh, I'll give my third take is that Jason Garrett will be fired by the end of the year. Oh, wow. So you have I have a fired coach one as well. I think that'll be uh, – I guess I'll make that my next one. I, I don't know if this is the year for him. Um, I think he has some excuses. Th- this might be it. But, I, yeah. But I don't know. If, if they go 5-11, and 11, you think Jerry Jones holds on to him? No, probably not. So, yeah, I guess my take pretty strongly correlates right. to your take there. I mean, the thing is, for Jerry Jones, you would kind of uh, – at least for people our age, he's probably the most like – what we think of as like a George Steinbrenner equivalent, you know, George Steinbrenner, the uh, the owner of the Yankees, who would always run, making sure everyone does run through managers back when he was, you know, owning the Yankees. And you would think Jerry Jones would be the same way. No. But he really, I mean, been very loyal to Jason Garrett, Un- unbelievably. Loyal. Yeah, I mean, the guys had what zero playoff wins, maybe one playoff one win. Beat Detroit, Lions. Detroit Lions. Yeah, that was it. One playoff win. That was when they probably shouldn't have. Right, there's, but then they also could have beaten Green Bay. Right, that was right. the Des Bryant catch game. Right. Uh, he didn't catch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I think he's definitely one of the guys on one of the hottest seats uh, in yeah. the entire league. Well, what, what's your head coaching? Um, okay, so I'm going to skip one, move down one. So mine is that Hugh Jackson will be the first coach fired. So no shock that he's fired by the end of the season. But the first one fired in particular. That's a prop bet that you can bet on. And the Browns. The much improved Browns, allegedly much improved Browns, will win under six games this season. I mean, I, I, if you're going to call the sky blue and call it a hot take, I guess so. But <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically betting on on the most likely coach to get fired to be the first one, and then saying a team that's won. won all right, all right. Let me under uh, fi- not, under five. Uh, they're going to win five. Well, I already said what, under what's six. their Vegas odds? I think five, five and, and, and a half. half. Yeah, go under five. You're not even at yeah. the Vegas over under. Hey, I. But people like the Browns. Is what I'm saying. Is Tyrod okay, Taylor? Okay. Tyrod Taylor is very solid. I, they have talent, offense, and defense. A lot of th- Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon's coming back. Offensive line's not bad. Uh, you know, you obviously have yeah. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, first round pick, Jabril Pepper. You know, you got talent there. I think this team is really going to struggle, and I want to pin the blame on Hugh Jackson as the reason why they struggle. This is nothing new, mm-hmm. but I think he'll be the first one out, and they're still going to stink. I I would just point out that that offense is better than the offense Tyrod Taylor had in Buffalo. And no LaShawn McCoy, but... No LaShawn McCoy, but a Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Josh Landry, Gordon. Uh, Josh Gordon. Chubb, uh, yeah, Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, I mean, that team... And he brought them to 9-7 and seven in the playoffs. He's not going to do that because the defense isn't as good as the Bills. But I think it's not un, un, uh, unheard of for them to kind of predict, predict over six wins. I, I would say that they'll probably win six or seven. Right, so I'm saying less than six. I think six is probably what most people would have them at, either five or six wins. Um, I'm going to go pretty strong under on six games. I, I just don't think... 
Yeah. I, I just I just think Hugh Jackson is such a train wreck. Uh, I still think that the culture is permeating there. I don't think we're going to see Baker Mayfield at all this season. Well, uh, let's say let's say they go zero and four. Yeah. And they fire Hugh Jackson. Yeah. Still not enough. Still not. I don't. I, they're not going to finish six and six and six. Six and six. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. But hey, but here's I, the wait, thing. Hey, maybe they beat Pittsburgh week one without Le'Veon Bell. I hope not. For the I, I got a betting. I got a bet on Pittsburgh. So, <laughs> um, but if. The Browns win six games. Yeah, I make my money back in the auction. Great. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk. You're alluding to uh, the auction that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. All right, let's hear your next one. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons missed the playoffs. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That that is one where I'm going to hotly contest. Okay. Um, Give it to of me. Of course. So they they open the season tomorrow night. Um, tough game for them at Philadelphia. I don't care if they win or lose that game. I mean, heck, they might win it. Nick Foles is starting for the Eagles. Um, but, no, I, I think Atlanta, if I had to choose, well, we're, we'll do predictions later on. I think Atlanta is as poised as any team to win the Super Bowl. I think they're pretty Whoa. much a lock to make the playoffs. I like this team a lot. Thing you have you to like remember, Steve Sarkeesian? So the thing you have to remember with Matt Ryan and the offense is that his first year under Kyle Shanahan was very bad. The second year under Kyle Shanahan, they you know blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, but that is to say but they had Kyle, a 28-3. But Kyle Shanahan is not Steve Sarkeesian. But he might, he might, Steve Sarkeesian might not be Kyle Shanahan, but my point is, give it a year. What's crazy is they had such a down year last year. They lost home games to the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. They eked out a win against the Jets. They eked out a win against the Lions. You know, but they, they still finished with 10 wins. Yeah. I mean, that, and that was a bad season for them. I, back when they played uh, the Rams, the first round of the playoffs, I thought that they would win that game. I thought that they, Maybe not we're going to completely flip the switch, but I think this team is still ridiculously talented. Good offensive line. Matt Ryan, who he's not spectacular, but he's very steady, and he's very good. Mm-hmm. And you're still looking at weapons. One of the best two-headed monsters at running back, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman. Fast, talented defense. I think this team is poised you know, to have a really, really great season, uh, and I expect them to be back playing multiple games in the playoffs. So I'm kind of hinging this bet on the Steve Sarkeesian train going further downhill. Yeah. I don't think he's a very good coach, and I think that that team is built around their offense. You know, they've got a young defense that's able to hold the hold. That good defensive place. coach, too, Dan yeah. Quinn. Yeah, no, no, it's a good defensive coach, but that means that he's relying on Steve Sarkeesian to produce the offense, right, if he's a defensive-minded coach. So if you don't believe in Steve Sarkeesian, well, then that team kind of falls apart. But how many wins realistically? Because, I mean, they were bad last year for basically the entirety of the season, and they were still, you know, one first-and-goal series you know, converting a first and goal into a touchdown. They're that away from, you know, playing it for the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go, I'd go through their schedule completely and kind of see. But I would probably put them at the 9-7, and 10-6. But that, in my eyes, I don't know if they'll make they'll make the playoffs at 10-6. and six, Yeah, maybe not in which the is NFC. What, which is kind of what I'm alluding to, and you'll see later on in my predictions. Okay. All right. No, it's interesting. I, I think they're one of my locks to make the playoffs. All right, so we'll go with the, on that. the uh, New England um, – my next one uh, – the Falcons' opponent in Super Bowl 51, the New England Patriots, will not make it to the Super Bowl this season. Oh, whoa. I thought you were going to say we're not to make the playoffs. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not whoa, crazy. Wait, so who do you who do you have coming out of the AFC then? I don't know. I mean, I'll pick <laughs> by the end. But, I, but let, well, it's obvious. Like, I'm taking the field over the Patriots I, I, without a doubt. Like, I don't – this isn't even close to me. Like, I, it could be the Texans. It could be the Chiefs. could be the Chargers. could be the Steelers. could be a lot of different teams. I just don't think it's going to be the Patriots this year. I uh, that roster, and I know people say this a lot, going year in year to the to the Patriots, but that roster is the not good. No, that roster is 
pretty bad. I mean, I mean the they, roster they, they, they trotted out against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Of the eight teams that, that, that have made the Super Bowl, that's probably the seventh best one behind the one that won against the Rams when Brady was, you know, right, game manager. Was, right. Right. So, I mean, that was a bad team. I mean, that they team, could not stop Nick Foles in the well, Super Bowl. Yeah, and think about his wide receiver core. Yeah. I mean, Amendola well, showed Am- up in the playoffs. Right, I mean, but no, but think about it now. Amendola's yeah. gone. Edelman's suspended for the first four games. Yeah, you got so have Gronk, you have Hogan. You have Gronk and Hogan. And then I don't I don't really know. Right, exactly. But the running the running backs are good. It's like Rex Burkhead, right, Rex and Michelle, Burkhead, James White. J- J- James White, uh Jeremy Hill. Yeah, it's a lot of running backs. Those guys pop off the page, and the defense is, you know, it should be better. Dante Hightower's back, but like, it was never a deep. It's always a bend that don't break defense that was saved by the offense. So it's it's easy to see how this team will uh, only make the AFC Championship. Yeah, yeah, that would be eight AFC Championships in a row for them. But my my thing is, you know, they've had stretches. now, at this point, it's been two different four-year stretchers where they went Super Bowl, missed the Super Bowl, and then went to back-to-back Super Bowls. And if they had beaten the Eagles this year, it would have been the same exact stretch yeah. where they won the first one, didn't make it the second year, and then won back-to-back. Um, when you go back to the 2001 to 2004 stretch, and then this most recent stretch of 2014 to 17. And I think, you know, you, you ended that little four-year run where they went to back-to-back, and Brady's old. I think Brady will still be excellent this season, um, but, but I, I can... I feel very confident in the fact that they're going to fall short of making the Super Bowl this year, especially if they don't yeah. get home field advantage, where they have tough schedule. Man. they got to play Minnesota Green Bay at home, losable games, got to play at Jacksonville, which is a tough game, um, who they almost lost to in the playoffs. So, I mean... Should have lost. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a pretty tough schedule. Um, the NFC North is a solid oh, division. They get, they, get, they get four free wins. Right, their division Six is... Six free wins. Yeah, their division's a uh, piece of cake, but... But no, I think they could, they could yeah, struggle no, by their standards this year. I see that. I, I can yeah. definitely agree with that. Okay, last one. Patty Mahomes is the best QB in the AFC West going into next year. Okay, so between Phil Rivers, who's like in his late 30s. Who's bad. Derek Carr, who I've said many times I don't like. He was one of your regression picks last it year. Was. That was. That was pretty good. And um, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Wow, that's a hot take. I I think you'll be right on that. I agree with you. Um, Mahomes is an interesting player. We can talk about him a little bit more at length because he's got the kind of talent and playmakers around him where he can make that Carson Wentz-esque jump. Now, he only played one game last year, and it was a meaningless Week 17 game. Um, But, you know, Andy Reid's quarterback whisperer, um, I mean, he could realistically make the jump into, like, the top 10 going into next year out of all the quarterbacks in the Right. I mean, I think Andy Reid's got a full offseason to work with him and a full training camp. He's got the arm. We obviously know that. They traded Alex Smith for him. I mean, they didn't have to do that. Right. He... He has the talent and the talent around him, which I think is the most important thing. A solid, solid running game with Kareem Hunt. The over-the-top threat with Tiger Kill, which fits his pers- which fits his safety his net, Travis Kelsey. Safety net and Travis Kelsey. The line's you know, solid. The line's solid, and the defense is always pretty good. I mean, they yeah, lost defense Marcus, isn't, they lost defense isn't going to be that right? good this year, but, um, but that just means he'll be airing it out. Right. Yeah, I, I think my biggest issue with him... Um, and I haven't seen him play a lot because, you know, he's barely played is I think he'll throw a lot of interceptions. Mm -hmm. I think there'll be games that they lose this year that they probably could have won with Alex Smith. But I also think that he's got the upside where they'll win games where they never won with Alex Smith. I mean, he is a guy, and of course, this is a lot of projection with him because he just really has not played, but he's a guy where you can envision this guy being the limit for them and going into any game and having a chance where in years past, like, yeah, they beat the Patriots in the regular season last year, but there was never a point where you thought in the playoffs they would beat the New England Patriots just because they just weren't the the caliber of team that could catch him off guard. I think Mahomes brings that element, and if he has a good year this year, he's going to be a really, you know, trendy 
pick to become an elite quarterback. All right, I agree with you, and I, I, thanks for agreeing with me. So what's your last one? <laughs> so my last one is also quarterback-centric. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers, seen a little bit more of him than Patrick Mahomes, he's a little bit older, uh, will be seen as a top 10 but not elite quarterback by the end of the season. So think more of like in your Matthew Stafford, uh, Matt Ryan type tier. I think that's where he slides in behind your elite guys, your Aaron Rodgers, your Brady's. The Carson top five Wentz's. that we listed. Right, exactly. Right. The same so top five. I, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, he played great. But, you know, you give a team. Now he's had a full 12, 12 games of tape, almost full season, right? No, it was like five with the Niners and then two with only, the Patriots. He only played five? Yeah, they, I won, he played they, won, they won five. They were oh. undefeated oh, he's when undefeated. he played. Okay, so he's – okay. That that takes my point a little bit away. Um, but I've heard he's had a rough camp so far. Hasn't looked great in his preseason games. Um, I just have not seen enough of him to kind of be comfortable putting him in that – almost elite category yet i would say he's probably top 15 so he's only got to jump five people and that's kind of where you get your it's tough though in the margins right there. i mean so i i would say I, there's probably a 50 percent chance that he'll, that your that your prediction comes true yeah I, I like jimmy g um i do think that I, I i do think a year with kyle shanahan um you know in the off season uh being able to work with him i think that will do a lot for him i mean he came in right away or sat out a couple weeks after the trade and then came in and went undefeated and mm-hmm. he didn't put up great statistics but they won the games and he looked pretty good uh with not much around him i i think with you know with shanahan for the entire off season he should look pretty good but at the same time um i think it's a little bit overzealous to say that oh the Niners are a playoff team right, or like right. you know next year I they're a Super Bowl contender which they might be I just don't see him making the complete leap into like oh wow this guy is a no-brainer like top top quarterback uh but I do think he's going to come off looking really good and should be a really good quarterback for a long time I think similar to your Browns kind of point is that I think people will be disappointed by the Niners this year it's hard to make a jump right that that people people are are claiming that they might be a playoff team. Right, and people want to contrast them, you know, or compare them to the Eagles from last year. Yeah. But the big difference is, you know, the Eagles had the the roster on the offensive line and and the the defense. defense. Right, where the Niners, they have some great players, DeForest Buckner. uh, They drafted Solomon Thomas early last season. Reuben Foster looks great. They brought in Sherman. But I just don't think as an entire team, I don't think they're there yet. But yeah, maybe next year, um, you know, we'll be talking about them a little bit better. That could be a really great division battle between them and the Rams. Yeah, kind of crazy. To, Weird to thing think about the Seahawks. Yeah, know? but I think those could be the two teams yeah. moving forward, and I think Jimmy G will will give reason to believe that. What stinks for them is they never were able to capitalize on the rookie contract because they traded for him, and right. they, uh, and the no, first they, thing they, they did was one hundred forty, right, one hundred thirty-seven oh million dollars. All right. Those are our top five. Our, our, Those our are our five predictions. Takes. Let's yeah. move on to some more tame predictions and our division winners. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. Let's. Uh, you lead them off this time. All right, so I'll lead them off. Let's go. I'll give my AFC. You'll give your AFC. Okay. I'll give my NFC. Your NFC. We'll go conference championship and then Super Bowl. Deal. Okay. So I'll go in the AFC, which said we're starting. I'll go with the uh, New England Patriots, mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. the uh, Houston Texans, and mm-hmm. the LA Chargers. Not the San Diego Chargers. All right. They would um, never win this division. Three, but the three, LA Chargers. Can. Three of the four. I got the San Diego Chargers, <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots, the Pittsburgh James Connors. 
uh, and the Jags. The Jags. Gotta, That's a lot gotta, of faith in the Jags. Gotta throw out a shout out to my brother. Cover the team. On, uh, not that you're listening, but congratulations for joining the Athletic uh, for the Jaguars. And I'm just gonna go homer pick there. I like the Jags. I've always liked the Jags. Defense is solid. Blake Bortles. It's his time to make a leap. Contract year. Um, and that's really, I mean, I don't, we don't really need to discuss the, the other three, but I, I, we've already kind of talked about the Texans as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. You, you, don't, you don't seem to like the Jags. No, I, I don't. They're definitely, um, so one of the crazy facts about football is the amount of turnover you have in the playoff teams every year. And, you know, maybe it's a, it's a dumb way to look at it and say, okay, there's four or five teams that turn over in the playoffs every year at a minimum. We got it. We got, when we're making our predictions for this year, we have to switch out five teams. That may be not a great way to look at it, but you also don't want to predict everything off of last year. So if you're looking for a regression team, I think Jacksonville is 100% that yeah. team. They played a lot on swagger last year. They still only won 10 games. Now, of course, they ended pretty solidly. They eked out that win against the Bills, and they had that great game against Pittsburgh. And, of course, almost beat New England in the AFC Championship game. Um, but that being said, like I, I think Bortles could be okay this year. He played injured last year. He's healthy now. I, I just think they might lose a little bit of that swagger. People love the team, but that's the kind of team where if you're picking, you know, based on a quarterback who's going to win you a game, that's not the guy I want. Yeah, I mean, you just think about it. They have the two foundation. They have the foundation, right? They have the offensive line. They have the defensive line. They have the running game, and they have essentially the whole defense. They're really what they're missing is their wide receivers. Yeah. Um, and you know, unfortunately, Blake Bortles at quarterback, he's not going to really have anybody to throw to. Could be a good thing. It'll stop him from throwing the other team. But um, but why don't, why don't we move on? Well, to actually, the, let's let's just throw know. out the two wild cards. Let's just throw out two wild cards right. off of your head. I'll go with the uh, Chiefs and um, let's let's throw in Matt Vrabel, Tennessee Titans. Uh, yeah, I was going to choose the Titans, and I was actually gonna, I had the Chiefs written okay, down. Okay, well, if we like there. Patrick Mahomes, right? Then, we're we're high on Patty Mahomes, so we're high on the Chiefs. Yeah, and Sandy Reid, gotta give him. The yeah, he, he, he wins on, games. He lives. More he high wins on games. Patty Mahomes than I right. am Andy Reid. So let's go NFC division winners. Well, I'll go with the Philadelphia Eagles, the Atlanta Falcons, who you did not like. Okay. Um, I'll go with the Minnesota Vikings Ooh. as the safe, the team that's most likely to win that division, and then I'll go with the the easy ones, the Rams. All right, so I have the Rams and the Eagles. But I'm going with the pack. Aaron Rodgers makes his return and the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, can't hate on the Saints pick. Um, again, if I was picking a team that's not going to make it from last year, I think the Saints might be that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're obviously extremely talented. Defensively, they're fantastic. Kamara's a real deal. Michael Thomas is an unbelievable wide receiver. Drew Brees, he may not be the same, you know, pass the ball over the field, Drew Brees, but he's still a, a great accurate quarterback that's he may not win you the types of games he's won in the past but keep you in it and and if you need him he's there for you right so i I do like so i can't complain on that and i'll go my uh my two wild card teams um i'll go green bay obviously um Mm -hmm. didn't have them winning their division and now this is where the nfc is like do i throw the giants in there obviously Mm -hmm. i got carolina new orleans still on the board i've I don't think the Lions or Bears are quite there yet. San Francisco, we kind of cast out. So New Orleans would be the safe pick. Drum roll, please. Um, I think that I I want to go a little bit bolder here. I'm going to take one team out. I'll, I'll go with Carolina in for the Saints. Oh, man. You're taking my picks? Oh, well. I, I got the Panthers over the Falcons because I said that the Falcons would miss the playoffs. And then Minnesota. Uh, and then Minnesota, obviously. Um, so no no real surprises there. No, nothing crazy. Maybe, no maybe, Bengals, no, no Colts. Right. Um, so why don't we uh, go with... Conference championships, we don't need to do a division rounds. No, we don't. No, 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 yeah. So we'll Conference go, championship in the AFC. I'll go with, I said the Patriots aren't going to be in the Super Bowl, so I can't pick them here. I'll go with, and it's kind of hard to imagine this team in the Super Bowl, but I'll go with the uh, LA Chargers over the New England Patriots. Hoy! 
Yeah, oh, it's not man. Pittsburgh, man. I'll tell you, it's not. I mean, oh, it might be, but I mean, it's hard. I I would probably go, um, you know, statistically very unlikely to have a repeat AFC Championship. Um, I'm gonna have the Pats in there because I still think that Brady's gonna drag that team kicking and screaming to the Super Bowl. I'll go Pats Pittsburgh. And who wins? Pats. Okay, so you got Pats Patriots. Right, so you disagree with that take, but right. you know that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's, a, it's a valid take. Yeah. I just have learned not to bet. Yeah. Against. So, so we got the Chargers in there. So I'll go with uh, in the NFC. This is kind of. I mean, do I really say it? Like, does this team have it? Do they not? I, I'm kind of between Atlanta, Green Bay. I don't think Philly's getting back there. I just you don't even think they're getting to the. Well, I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl. I think it's too much to ask. I think it might be a little bit of a weird season for them. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz may be out a month. That can. Get them, keep prevent them from getting home field advantage, which is really important for them. Um, so, I, could they make the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl? Of course they could. They're you know they're as good as anyone I think in the NFL, but I think it'll be a little bit tougher for them with all the injuries they had and playing late into the season. So I'll go with um, I'll go. With, I don't know who I want, Green Bay or Atlanta. Um, I'll go with Green Bay over Atlanta. Green Bay over Atlanta in NFC yeah. Championship. I will go with the Rams. Over Green Bay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. Does that that sounds like sounds like fun. That sounds like sounds wacky. like fun. So Rams Patriots rematch then from two thousand one. Yeah. One quarterback and, the, and coach we're, is we're, the same. We're flipping it around. You're flipping it around. Um. Right. On the greatest the, show <laughs> on turf wins a Super Bowl finally. Finally. Uh. Yeah. So I'll go with uh. I I said Atlanta over Green or Green. Atlanta, oh, no Green Bay, Green Bay over. over. So I'll go with Green Bay over the Chargers. That I like be, that. I think Aaron yeah, Rodgers that's, safe bet. It's an inter- interesting Super Bowl. I think I pick the Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl just about every year because they're not ever the best team in the NFL, but they pretty much always have the best quarterback or the second best quarterback, depending how you look on it or look at it. Um. And you know, he gets hot in the playoffs. I mean, they they can definitely win. So yeah. I'll go Green Bay over the Chargers. Okay. And you have Rams over the Patriots. I have Rams over the Patriots. Very different. If the Rams the Rams win the Super Bowl. I make a lot of money. Okay, but <laughs> that I mean that's crazy. I Mike, I've been doing this podcast for three months now total. Probably. That's that's a long that's tenure. That's tenure. I am a hot takes machine. Yeah. I so do you believe so do you believe out. that? I, so you're going to turn around and, and put a hundred wholeheartedly put some money on the Rams I already put, ten to one. I would yeah ten to one. Oh, what are their odds right now? I think it's ten to one. Ten to one, roughly. Eh, I don't know if I would do that. Um, maybe maybe fifteen to one. Fifteen. Okay, I don't think you're getting fifteen to one. I, you know what I'll say about the Rams is they. I think of all the teams, they are um, oh nice. eight plus eight fifty. So I, I think oh. they're the biggest lock in the NFC to make the playoffs. Which is kind of crazy. Which is kind of crazy because, like, Minnesota's, I think, a lot. Philly, you would think, like, Minnesota, Philly, like, maybe the Saints, Atlanta, which I don't even have the Saints in there. But you would think those teams would be locked. But I think Atlanta, uh, the Rams, with that division, I think they should definitely make the playoffs and get a home home game, if not a bye. Um, So I I like the Rams. I have, you know, but I I just don't see them winning, buckling down when it matters, which is what happened last year. Yeah, but the defense didn't work, and now they they upgraded the defense. Yeah, that was the issue. Right, with Nadam Kinsu, Marcus Peters, to keep to lead. Wade Phillips is obviously the coordinator. I mean, that's a great that. But but like when the, is when is the talent collection yeah, like that no, ever it's valid. really? No, worked? That, that's I mean, valid, but at some point it has. Yeah, to. I'm not predicting a down year for them, but I am predicting like. I don't think they're going to have playoff success per okay. se. All right. So before we wrap up, we'll, we'll probably spend like five minutes on yeah, this. Just a, a, fu- a fun idea to throw out there. Uh, we put together a little like NFL 
um, team auction, so to speak. So it is just an idea if you if you want to, you know, and you can do this for anything. You can do it for March Madness, we which did we it talked about Madness, yeah. back in the spring. You can do it for NBA, whatever. But it's a great idea. It's a lot of fun. Is you get a group of, you know, there's 32 teams, so everyone can get a handful of teams, six or seven people, maybe eight, and you just auction off all the teams. Um, and all the money that's auctioned off, you use real money to auction them off, go, it goes into a pot and then you break down every regular season win is worth a percent of the pot and how far a team goes into the yeah. playoffs is worth a percent of the pot. And I think it's a really fun way to pick up some teams you're going to root for. Uh, it's a really fun way to kind of see where your, your own personal or other people's preferences lie when it comes to teams. You have your targeted teams out there and it's just overall a really fun pool to do to, to get yourself interested in the season. Yeah. So it's a great way to kind of put, try and put some math behind the picks you want to make in the season. See if you can get an expected value for each team. Um, one thing that we talked about that was kind of hotly debated was more of kind of the economic side of it was, do we want to have a cap on the, on the auction or do we not? We decided that we wanted to go with a min that you had to spend. Buy-in, basically. Basically a buy-in of $50 and a max of 75 We don't need to tell them the actual money we spent. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody knows who spent what. Yeah. But we're just giving them a baseline for right. what they want to spend. Yeah. Um, but, basically, the thought process back was there behind that was you don't want somebody to be able to – who's just – much le- much less risk averse to come in and be able to buy up all the best teams, right? And spend a lot more than, than and then who's... everyone else is right. just kind of sitting there, exactly. With, you know, oh, I have the Bengals. I have no risk, but if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I win a ton of money. That's just right. kind of lame, right? So you disperse the good teams this way. You put a soft cap in as a minimum, and then you put a hard cap up top. So now it's a very balanced out, you know, top. You know, if there's 12 really good teams, 12 teams make the playoffs, I would say maybe the best team would have, the best group of teams may have three teams make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and that would be pretty fortunate. I think just about everyone got, you know, a top 12 team. Some people got two, but, but I thought it was a really fun way to do it. So if you're I looking. Refer, and it's also just a good time to get together yeah, with all your friends. Do an auction. Have an auction master. Yeah, you can do, you can do less money, you know. And, yeah. and the great thing is with the soft and the hard cap is, a team could fall any, you know, the pot could fall within a range right. of different possibilities. And obviously the more money in the pot, the more money everything is worth because every game and every win is worth a percentage of the overall pot. So as that goes up, so does your winnings, which also makes it, you know, a fun exercise in forecasting pot size, right. forecasting value, and ultimately, you know, sticking to your own personal preferences for teams, um, which I think was just really fun. So if you're looking for a fun pool to do for NBA, for anything, I would I would look at this format. It's our go-to right now. Yeah, it's our go-to. I think it's it's in fashion for, for just about every every sport. So um, if that sounds like something you're interested, I would definitely give that a give that a try to, to really um, you make this NFL season even more fun than it's going to be. All right, so that will wrap it up for us this week, going into week one of the NFL season. Let's go, boys. Arguably one of the best weekends of the entire year. I, I mean, love it. You think about it, it, there's there's only, what, like 17 regular season weeks, obviously, and then you, you tack on another four for the playoffs. So you're looking at, you know, 21 weeks of football that matters. Just greatness. And so that's, you know, fun. a little bit, it's like 40% of the, of the year. Um, but, I mean, we're in that 40%. So it's been long awaited. I mean, I I, I I haven't had this forty percent in two years. So right, and I, I'll tell you, um, I think that these Sundays, like there's seventeen regular, and there's twenty. So there's twenty one Sundays of football. I think those twenty one days of the year, I think they're all in the top like forty days of the entire year. Like on yeah, lock, like maybe you have an anniversary. You probably put your Thanksgiving, Christmas, Fourth of July. Up Hanukkah. there, Hanukkah. If you're, yeah, sure. Um, Valentine's Day. If you have a significant other, those are going in there, maybe. But I think these 21 days for like 
kind of random days, I think. I They're pretty highly rated. They're very highly rated, so we're excited to have that back in our lives. Of course, it kicks off when you guys listen to this uh, tonight with the uh, Eagles and the Falcons. Go Falcons! It's not very nice of you, Mike. All right, that'll do it for us this week, and uh, we will be back next week. Thanks for listening.